Get in the gate. It is episode 23. We've hit season two, boys. Stargate SG1. Oh, early soundboard inclusion. Oh, they're excited. Listen to them cheer. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. Didn't realize what did Daryl Sanders used to do? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mitch. Uh, here with the full Get in the Gate team. Let's introduce us all. We got Matty Gibson. Hello. Brendan Gibson. Hello. And Reese Gibson. So many Gibsons. So many Gibsons. Only two of you related. You can work it out as you go along. Play a little game with yourself. You know? It's like, guess who? I feel like one of the guys around these guys. <laughs> There's a clue. Matty's not the brother. There we go. So uh, we are Get Into Gate. Uh, Matty, Brendan, and myself, massive long-term Stargate uh, fans from uh, way back in the 90s where this show right, first someone premiered. take his phone off him? This is going to get old quickly. We've got like 800 episodes to go, man. Come on. Uh, Reese Brennan's brother, grew up with Brennan under the same roof for 20 years and never saw a second of Stargate, and that's the reason we're doing this show. We're idiot. here to relive it. Now, do you know how it. much of an idiot you were? No. As, I, was, as okay. I previously said, I was interested in women, not Stargate. So what? you're not interested in women now? No, I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a steady relationship, thanks. <laughs> dig up, stupid, dig up. I don't have better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Reese is here watching it for the first time. The rest of us are here watching it, reliving it, reloving it, and uh, we're just going to sit here and talk about it from old fans' point of view. Find out why we love it, and if you are new to the franchise, like Reese, why you should keep getting into it. It's get in yeah. the gate. It's a great show, and we're going to bring it talk back. About why. Bring back Stargate. Bring back Stargate. We should. We got a couple of good ideas. I think what? we should let's, get into. Let's as put we the go call along. out. Let's Can you all imagine right, bring it how back? good would that be? Just oh. like. Bring them back on Netflix for like a, a television. Ten episode or... arc. Just quick. Oh, man, I'd be happy with like an hour and a half. You know what? Like HBO, F- Game of Thrones is ending next year. I think the natural next step is mm. just a revival of Stargate. Yeah, absolutely. Call me crazy. Ooh. Bring back Kowalski. What you could do. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, we need Walter. Well, there's, well, there's a hashtag Build right a there. show around Walter. Yeah. Okay. Well, fully, like spin off series. Yeah. Well, you, can have, you have to have Walter and Gunther, as the general. Gunther from Friends. <laughs> That'd be a great spin-off. Walter is the general. HBO and then... presents side characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could have... Um, what's his name? Dumb and Dumber. The side character in that. Dumb and Dumber? The budgie? Does a... Yeah, the pretty bird. bird. The guy with the budgie? Bird. The guy who pays the bill. It's one, like a, a nickname, wasn't it? Like a, yeah. s- not Scooter or something like... You're offered to pay a bill. <laughs> Oh, Moose Knuckle or whatever his name was. <laughs> I, think, I think Scooter was closer. <laughs> yeah, Moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckle. Oh, you mean Camelto? Yeah. <laughs> They're brothers. Oh, yeah. It's in my, it goes in my head. And goes, yeah, Wasn't did, there an S in there? Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Seabass? Seabass! There it is! Jesus. See, I was close she to swordfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, after moose you come knuckle. back from moose knuckle. Hey, it's still animal related. At least mine started with an S and was one word. Closest to pig. Samsonite. I oh, was way way <laughs> You just trolled us. That was all yeah. you could do, the Samsonite joke, wasn't it? He's here for the long con. I wish it was. He's here oh, for the long con. Oh, Wow. <laughs> All right, episode 23, season two, episode one, The Serpent's Lair. So we're going to run through this, the second half of the uh, of the great two-parter, I guess, that started with the season finale in season one. Mm. 
as we always do. But what I want to bring up at the end, boys, I'm sure you two do as well, Maddie and Brendan. There's oh, been on. this ongoing sort of argument, conflicting theories that we started with solitude. So good, what, five, six episodes ago, point of origin, symbols that don't match up. I've got a whiteboard and a marker <laughs> yeah. and sound bites. Okay. What have you come with, Brendan? <laughs> Just my brain. <laughs> oh, my shit, brain. I left mine behind. <laughs> this is episode 23 of Get In The Gate, which Ooh. means we have hit season two of Stargate SG-1, episode one, The Serpent Slayer, which itself is a great episode, but is the second half, really, of yeah. the story that started with the season finale in uh, season one. Ooh, yeah. A great cliffhanger. We see SG-1 looking out the window for all intents and purposes mm. of uh, the gold ship and they are coming toward earth pretty quick hell-bent on destruction and then the opening for this episode is they put that exact same shot and they just push reverse yes. and we zoom back in and they save money on the visual yeah. effects Fuck well they did. as we have been doing let's just go to the uh dvd synopsis and find out exactly what this episode is about let's find out how walter saved the day when a fleet of gold warships launches a surprise attack on earth the sg1 team uses the stargate to board an enemy ship with enough explosives to destroy the entire force but the team's capture suddenly turns their objective into a suicide mission how will Walter save the day nice really by, to work him in by there, having a magic poor Walter getting worked in he actually kind of does save the day because he has that magical telescope that was able to detect the flash on the bridge yeah. of the, from like the, yeah. in space and then and then Hammond just goes oh SG1 are alive that's it yeah. we're fine we'll just pack it up yeah. Samuel's alive. like come on sir what else could what it be what a dick he was Samuel's <laughs> Such a dick. Such a doubter. Samuel. How good? I don't want to skip forward, but when he's like, okay, sir, I've up enough. Can I go to the alpha (laughs) site? Yeah. Uh, No, you you can stay here and die. Thanks. That was good. (laughs) Well, sir. Put the coffee cup down. Yeah. No longer want to. Those ties down. Yeah. (laughs) Respectfully request permission to join one of the teams headed for the alpha site. At least permission. Denied. Boom. The idea is to send the best and brightest, Colonel. Burn! Oh, no! Oh, man. To to kind of quote another, the uh, the relationship between Samuels and uh, Hammond, I always thought was a lot like Luke Skywalker and the Emperor in the fact that um, Hammond is like Luke Luke Skywalker and he says to the Emperor, your overconfidence is your weakness. And then Samuels is like, your faith in your friends is yours. I'm like, hey... (laughs) Damn you, Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was wondering where you were going with this, but yeah. that's actually pretty damn apt, isn't it? It's, it's just like, Samuel's just like, yeah. they're SG1s, so yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. It nothing. It's they're one of those grunts. great moments in the show where you're sort of brought in as the audience because him, you know, he's been a dick-ish sort of character, but we've had bigger dicks in yeah, the I mean, show. Yeah, he's no Kinsey, but he's bloody no. close. But yeah, just well, that he moment. did actually mention, this is the first mention of Colonel Maybomb, but... Mayborn comes into it a little bit later, who is a genuine, the genuine dick. Of does the, he mention of, Mayborn in this? He does, does he? yeah. He says, oh. I was on the project with Colonel Mayborn with the Naquita Enhanced Warhead. Oh, there mm. you I'm go. I'm like, oh, jot that down. Oh. Wasn't he in the um, Enigma with the Tolan? The name sounds familiar. Yeah, oh. I, he has been in it, yeah. No, no you're right. He must have been then. Was he the slick... Yeah, he slick back, he's yeah. a sleazy dude. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Enigma. Mayborn. Mayborn was in Enigma. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, anyway, he got named again. So there you. Yeah. That's a nice bit of continuity, isn't it? Like yeah. it's it's that world building that you know that Reese was talking about. Um, in a, was it last week or the week before? 
how it's like it's, it's just these little threads where it's just like you get some answers but not other answers and it's like that was last season I said that <laughs> oh <laughs> boom yeah, but remember it's we're not the, having a break it's like, it's, <laughs> it's Mitch like, discussed that last week it's we're like that dad it's like that dad joke when, when dad says says to you on New Year's Eve I'll see you I'll next see year, year. <laughs> you'll be 32 next year so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's good to know that like Mayborn's still out there. Like he's still yeah. just being a classic douche out yeah, there. Yeah, and just fucking things up really with that warhead with <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, like, what a waste of Nakodo. They probably scraped that off the gate for weeks. Uh, <laughs> now that the bomb does bring me to something, and you guys are probably gonna hate me because it's it ties back to last season when we were talking about my dislike for there but for the grace of God. Mm. And the issue I had with the alternate universe, them sending the the bomb through to Chulak mm-hmm. and me saying that was a dick move and you guys were like, no, no, we totally get it. They're at war. We'll have a listen to this. This is what this is from this episode. Oh, proving your point. It's in the past, Matty. <laughs> it's in an alternate reality, Matty. <laughs> General, maybe we should consider using the Stargate as a strategic weapons platform. How? By sending a bomb to the coordinates that Dr. Jackson was talking about. Or to Chulak. We already tried to send a team through to Dr. Jackson's coordinates. It won't work. And I can't think of any military reason to wipe out the people of Chulak. Yeah. So based on that, I'm wondering if maybe my distaste for them for the grace of God is retroactive from this episode because I hear um, our Hammond, Hammond. Our Hammond mm. saying, why would you go to... Maybe in, my, in the back of my mind, that's what I was projecting on you guys during there, but for the grace of God. Yeah. And that's why I find it so dumb that they would send that bomb through that that, that ultimately is what screws them over. Which um, makes in sense reality. in our reality because Hammond knows Tilk and that's Tilk's homeworld. Yeah. So you're not going to just go, I'm not going to bomb Mitch's house for no reason. Well. In my... Well. <laughs> also, I mean, they had... <laughs> Three quarters of Thanks, it. man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not for no reason. Yeah, you're all right. Not for no reason. Not when some slick prick with a. But if you keep my car. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they had, in that alternate reality, too, they had three quarters of the earth was demolished. Yeah, already. they're obviously in a, in a much worse situation, but I just wonder if subconsciously that's what is. And maybe it's yeah. only now mm. going back, you know, 20 years later that I'm sort of. Yeah. I've maybe got that other mindset. Maybe yeah. that's why they did switch the roles in the alternate mm. reality then, because <gasps> of. Um, Are we saying that alternate General O'Neill listened to Samuels and went, "Sure, Samuels, that sounds like a great yeah. idea." Whoa. Yeah. That blew yeah. Mind. So it wasn't Daniel that saved the universe. It was in our universe. It was actually Hammond, Hammond. that saved. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and just having lazy security to let SGU1 go through the gate in the first place. Yeah. No, they fun. were wearing black clothing. <laughs> Mate. Set the self-destruct. Carter, Carter built Sir, the whole they've place. gone through. I don't care. Just, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Gets me off. You spoke about world building before. There was, uh, and, and speaking about the Alpha site, there were Alpha site travelers. Like a lot of people they had lined up ready to go. Some had already mm. gone. Others they had, you know, grouped in bunches of 20 or whatever it mm. may have been. How many people know about the Stargate now? Like, how many people didn't know until they're like, okay, the world Mm. is at threat of being destroyed in the next 12 hours. Yeah. We need to get the biggest and best, you know, doctors that had no idea of this military operation. Now they know, and they're sitting there in the base ready to go. Like, oh my God, 10 minutes ago, I didn't know there was like a way to travel to other planets. I'm about to travel to another planet. Yep. And then last minute. Oh, guys, actually, oh, yeah. false alarm, you can go home. It's like, what, are they, what do you do and with these sure people? And just sign this non-disclosure agreement on your way out so <laughs> yeah. you can't yeah. tell anybody about like, it. Surely they would have uh, 
let them take their families as well, like their immediate families. <laughs> like they would have taken their kids and stuff. Surely. You'd hope so. <laughs> like, because uh, yeah, well, you wouldn't you go, to, would you? You have to populate. Well, you know, I feel like a couple of fathers in the well. room would potentially go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not re- I'm not recording myself say that. It <laughs> 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 was nice. Uh, I, you know, if you were to watch this back in, you know, 97, 98 sort of thing, you know, you've been off a couple of months, you come back, you know, you, you're immediately welcome back to where you left off. As you said, Maddie, they just sort of reverse the shot. The story mm. picks up. The pace is great. You know, the stakes are right there and then if you didn't pick up on the voice straight away all of a sudden bang surprise another fan favorite character Braytech shows up to save the day sort that's of thing, what I wanted to ask Reese. how quickly stupid human how quickly did you <laughs> cotton on to that being Braytech was yeah it, was it the reveal or did you pick his voice while he was still I picked the... it before I didn't pick his voice but I'm like well this can't be it so it has to it has to be someone they have to get out somehow surely um so and then yeah obviously he's dressed in that uh, in the, the, the serpent, the serpent. yeah. So I yeah. uh, had to be Braytech. Couldn't be anyone else because yeah. we haven't See, met I anyone else. I swear <laughs> to God, yeah. I said What's that. What's going to be his wife? Yeah, he's his <laughs> little kid, like with his mate on his shoulders. <laughs> 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 oh, just ask me, guys. Actually, on something, did I spoil something for you, Reese, when we talked about um, within the serpent's grasp, cutting like flashing to the to the end of the episode? I talked about how because I forgot that it was this episode, not the last episode about how Skara and Apophis ring out at the end of the episode. I actually talked about that during Within yeah, the Serpent's Grasp. Yeah. Mm. Completely not realising that I'd... Did that ruin it for you, or did you just... Luckily, Reese doesn't listen Luckily, to Luckily, Reese doesn't speaking. <laughs> the so. only thing you've ruined for me is Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> that's your first reference? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your yeah, first reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it counts, it counts. <laughs> But no, I don't. I don't remember you. I don't remember. You oh, that's good. Crapping was, on about that. <laughs> good, because I was really worried. It's like when I watched mm. them um, ring out, I was like, "Oh crap!" Mm. I hope I didn't give it away because I wasn't sure when we recorded the um, the season finale. I wasn't sure if you'd seen the next episode yet. So yeah, I just no, was I worried yeah. if I'd if I'd ruined ruined that. Speaking sort of about that, that ringing out, I remember in the special features. I think uh, in the first episode, uh, they had Scara ringing out. And then in the second episode, they had Apophis. They just superimposed him in on the exact same shot of Scar ringing out. Yeah, it looked like he was standing yeah, behind yeah, the ring. Yes, yeah, a little bit blue screen, they green did screen, that. didn't it? Yeah, it I did. remember oh, noticing that. Another way yeah. to save some money, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. How good is it to have rings back, though? Like, I don't think we've really seen a proper ring transport yeah. for since, the series. Since like, the movie, yeah. Because yeah. actually the first thing I wrote down about this episode is it the first time that we've seen the rings. Because was it in the season finale of, of season one? Cause I, I think it must have... Yeah, I think he must yeah. have... Ringed in, or is that the past ring tense? In? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is still a ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the closest we got was in Children of the Gods at the very, very end when the transport shuttle is flying, like at the very, very end, is flying to the gate and like Apophis and, and Skara oh, yeah, ring, ring down, down to the, the to, from the ship to the Stargate. To go through yeah, the gate, through yeah. But you don't get that effect of the rings come. I always think the rings look better when they come up from the ground oh, yeah, rather awesome. than coming down from the ship. It always looks yeah. cool because you just... Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just so cool the way they just ring up yeah. and out of the end. Uh, and they're so much faster than the movie too. Going back yeah. and watching the film, the rings are so slow. One at that. a time. Yeah. yeah. Bloody raw. He dissolved the ship in the fleet though. That's what it was. <laughs> upgraded. Yeah. 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 New tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a download the update. <laughs> Now, I know we, we had a go at the show sort of makeup department a few times uh, in the first season. I know only a couple of episodes ago, the actual Stargate, so SGC uh, patch on, I think, Carter's 
Carter's jacket was, oh, yeah, it was upside, upside down, down. Yeah. and then at one stage in episode two, uh, and and Teal's uh, um, symbol was upside yeah. down. His symbol. I, I feel like the gold emblems really stuck out to me a lot more in this episode. I don't know whether they're a lot golder or they they're a bit deeper, so they come off the forehead a little yeah. bit more. They look a lot more real, I think, so, in, in this season. So in the first season, it was a two piece application. So Teal's sort of circle was one piece. Then there was bare skin, and his little S was a second piece. From yeah. season so that's two, where they stuffed it up. They moved that. Yeah, that's the why the little gold down. So now it's just one whole, like a big like lolly. It's just like this big round flesh coloured piece of of latex with it printed on, with just stuck on, and then they have to do the makeup around the edge rather than have to do the makeup inside. So yeah, it's right. one, one whole piece now. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's why it kind of does. Sort of oh, so the spacing inside and... the gold ring is. Flesh coloured. In in season one, that was Tilk's real skin. In season okay. two, that's flesh coloured latex. Yeah, okay. in, like from mm. anything inside that gold oh, okay. ring is um is not Tilk's actual real skin. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. uh, later on, you'll hear it in season six. I think he actually explains how he gets that, which is totally awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah, early, isn't it? In isn't it in Bane he tells the story. Tell I thought it was in. I'm not. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was season six when he tells an Earth citizen how if. He goes, wow, that's really cool. And he goes, yeah, if you like this to happen to you. Oh, I'm thinking of him telling an Earth citizen too, but I, I thought it was in Bane. Oh, okay. Yeah, he pro- probably mm, did. Could be. It's yeah. not very often. He just goes around bragging about <laughs> yeah. it. It's just strangers. It's not. It's, that, do, <laughs> do, Look do at my gold stamp. The worst that means is it means like the only times Tilt gets like to actually go around Earth is from season two and season six. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> when he gets yeah. to interact with people on Earth. Otherwise, he's just locked yeah. in the base or he's off world. Yeah. Sweet hat. So I guess the big question about all two-part episodes, Reese, and I will go to you, having watched it for the first time, especially considering fans of the show watching it when it was releasing, having to wait six, seven, eight months maybe to Five watch years this. Five in Sweden. Was it a satisfying conclusion to the setup that we all loved? You go and check out our um, In the Serpent's Grasp uh, episode uh, podcast a couple of weeks ago. We loved that setup. Great cliffhanger end of the season this one starts up do you think it satisfied i finished the end of season one and i didn't watch the the next episode straight away i I waited probably however long it was four for six weeks so i had that big interval between and then as soon as i started watching uh, episode one of season two i'm just like yep straight back there so excited i think the storyline was great the way you know from where it started at the end of season one uh and then you know, but basically the answers that you got from episode one, season two, and then, yeah, just the progression from there was, was great. Yeah. yeah I, I think they did it perfectly. It was a real good payoff to the, like so much of the first episode was just the boot leather of them sort of sneaking around the ship. But now it's yeah. like Apophis and Clarell both know they're there. There's no escaping. Like they've got a plan. Yeah. It really ramps up the, the action aspect of it. Yeah. A lot and, more it sh- and it should, and... given that this was the dynamic duo, it was written by Brad Wright and directed by Jonathan Glasner. So they're like the two creators of the show. Yeah, nice. So it's like, I think that's why, I think this is such a really, really great episode in that it just, it just hits the ground running and you just... Yeah. I think that's why I liked it. It, it escalated to mm. the point where at the end, they're just like, oh, Jackson's alive. Like, sweet yeah. <laughs> My yeah. God. Oh, wasn't that just played down? And I oh, look yeah, back fully. on that scene the- and... <laughs> Two people leave the room. So theoretically, he's hiding behind those people for that entirety yeah. of that scene. And it's like, yeah. oh, by the way, look, 
Someone, guys, someone wants to see you. <laughs> no, no. He's like, Fucking you it. He pops up with jazz hands and he's like, yeah. hey. Yeah. But he just like kind of family walks in. guy thing. He walks in so casual, like, yeah, guys, here I am. Hey, I'm alive. Yeah. And the thing is, I think. And he they... pushes people out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extra, I'm Daniel my Jackson. Way. <laughs> it's like reminding me of Assassin's Creed when you're blending. Yes. Yeah. Slowly, <laughs> like, part the of the crowd. <laughs> Did they use that whole Daniel is dead as far as we're led to believe? He is dead. Uh, when they've escaped the gold ship, they're in a glider, and then all of a sudden there is an Earth shuttle there. And it's like, oh, we're saved, you yeah. know, right? Mm. Then all of a sudden they're back at the base. I'm like, hang on. How did that happen? How There is no natural docking system <laughs> yeah, for yeah, a yeah. gold glider and an Earth-built and there's no, shuttle. There's no spacesuits or... Yeah. You know. Like, honestly, what did they do? I feel like they were using the the emotional weight of you thinking that Daniel has just died. Yeah. To sort of just well, the reason that they, around yeah. that. And the reason they killed Daniel was because there's only four seats in the gliders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah. Sorry about that. So I've got Daniel's staying. Which... No one cared. Yeah. <laughs> Which... no, like, even Jack wasn't like, come on, you're still alive. Like, yeah. they've got a sarcophagus on board. I'll get you to that. Well, no, he had to crawl there. I do take on board your, um, your, your note there about how the hell they get into the shuttle because I was thinking the exact same thing and they just conveniently... That's the end. Yeah. Oh, you I made wonder. it back. And even if... And why are you in the if, gate room? You didn't come through the Stargate. Even if the shuttle <laughs> opened up, you probably wouldn't be able to, to take in one glider at a time to create a, uh, yeah, to an airlock. Yeah, repressurize. And then even if someone in the shuttle went EVA to get spacesuits to the guys in the gliders, well, as soon as they're up in the cockpit, they haven't got yeah. time to get into their spacesuit. Yeah. So that's a really good point. I don't... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't it just know seemed how. like such a strange... They, they couldn't even to... land... In the shuttle, and then the shuttle lands with them in it. Unless they connected to it, but they wouldn't. Unless they just tow them to Earth. Yeah, because I, I was about to say, they... what if the gliders just followed the um, shuttle, but then they said the gliders were kind of wiped, weren't they? they yeah, they of... couldn't survive re entry. Yeah. 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 So they gave us all these reasons why they couldn't do what they clearly did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just found it oh, yeah. a little <laughs> guys, bit strange. Guys, 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 we're going to die. Jokes, okay. we're not going to die, but we're not going to tell you how we live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the most, most disturbing part is when did Mitch become the nitpicker in the room? <laughs> Jeez. Ah, that's still your title, mate. Welcome that's to season it. two. <laughs> wow. You would improve, Mitch. Thank you very much. Um, now, yeah, just, to, just to cap off that, that was really a dick, a dick move on Daniel's behalf. Like When you think about it, like they've literally just saved the world. And I think this is where we need to start taking account of how many times they legitimately saved the planet. Mm. But well, they not do... only that, but also the amount of times that Daniel's died. Oh, yeah. Are we going to count the movie? Do you just want to go purely SG-1 onwards? No, no, the movie. Yeah. The movie, no. there was fire and water, Daniel's dead, sir. No, I, w- um, I would go yeah. how many times the audience is tricked into believing Daniel's dead. And I think the movie, you'd never think... Or does he use the sarcophagus in the film? He does. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that yeah, he got a point blank shot from the That's Jafar right. when they were <laughs> yeah. legitimately So, I was thinking about him yeah. faking his own <laughs> death <laughs> and staying on the planet. Well, Not like today, honestly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a moment in this episode where I think they take <laughs> the uh, the Zat guns, SG-1 ding, take ding, the Zat oh. guns, and fire it at the door. They electrify the door so that, oh, they won't open for like 15 minutes until what? They reset and they're not electrocuted anymore? Goddamn, get the mechanic in here. But the Jafar, like, they literally start trying to pull it apart with their fingernails. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. you're on a spaceship. If anything's going to be like closing and opening properly and like sealed shut when it's shut, yeah. it's probably a door on a spaceship. Yeah. Vacuum but, sealed door. It's like, just but, stick your yeah. fingers in there and open it up like a busted elevator. And, and you know, Didn't yeah. O'Neill open one with a pocket knife? 
Yeah, but that's yeah. only oh, I mean. This is MacGyver we're McGuire. talking about. That's why he's on the show, man. They saw what a- Angus did for years on that show. <laughs> but yeah, like Daniel gets back to Earth. They've just saved the planet. Obviously, they've seen Daniel. Uh, the Stargate Command have seen Daniel come back. Mm. They've seen that SG-1 is stuck in space. There's a shuttle there, so they've worked out a reason that we can't figure out how they're going to save them. Like Everything's so good. And Daniel's like, shh, but don't tell them I'm alive. This this is actually going to be my moment. I know know literally (laughs) six billion people just had their lives saved and they don't even know it. It would have been better. Let my best friends think I'm dead for a little bit longer. (laughs) I want to see if they cry. (laughs) Just see your face, Jack. (laughs) Idiots! Tilk, you look the same as always! Uh, what would have been better if they were in there and then the gate just opened and in comes Daniel? That would have been a genuine That would reaction. have been cool. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the scene we didn't see is like, is Hammond and, and Jackson having a meeting while they're waiting for the rest of the show. Yeah. And Daniel's like, can we... Can we do like a fake funeral again? Can we, can we do one of those? And then and then I missed like, the last one. And then I'll like, yeah. and then so they can do a eulogy. And then I'll like pop out of the coffin and be like, surprise, bitches! <laughs> and Ammon's like, no, you can stand behind a couple of extras in the gate room and pop out. That's, that's as, it. That's as far yeah. as I'm willing to go. After a mile, I'll give you an inch, Jackson. I <laughs> totally should have done that. He should have been like Jackson should have sent himself to the alpha site. Well, he I think that's what he did. He did die, uh, didn't he? He yeah, did, because, yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, because he I explained think he it. to the alpha site. Yeah. He explained it here. Doctor Jackson, was SG One aboard one of those ships? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, well, how did you get? Well, there was a, a Stargate aboard the ship we were on. So once I realized we were close enough to use Earth as a point of origin, I dialed P three X nine eight four. The alpha site. Uh, yeah. Well, they, they called it the beta site in the alternate reality. But where's the rest of SG One? <laughs> Shut up with your stories. Answer yeah. <laughs> the important question. Just on that whole, were they on one of those ships? Where did Apophis and what's it, Chlorel? Chlorel. Chlorel. Yeah. Where do they go? Like, if they're not on either yeah. one of those ships, mm. I was thinking that. Where the hell did they go? They did go? a Darth Vader and just Tie Fighter and yeah. went yeah. off into Somehow the abyss. Just found another <laughs> pyramid yeah. floating yeah. through space. <laughs> it's like retroactively, we now know that they could have used a piece of technology that doesn't exist for like another two seasons that becomes quite ubiquitous. But up mm. until this point, it, it doesn't exist. So it, it does sort of raise the question of they didn't gate out. They couldn't have gated out before Daniel, like because yeah. there was no time. So it's like they only could have ringed out, and it's like well, ringed out to where? Yeah, they jumped in yeah. their um, FaceTime sphere. Oh, yeah. Bluetooth themselves across the galaxy <laughs> like a genie in a bottle. Just, <laughs> One other little piece at the end that I really liked was Braytech finally meeting the general, and he's like, "And you must be Hammond of Texas." Yeah, yeah. Hammond of Texas. <laughs> you with the crown of marble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is uh, the first, but uh, certainly not the last time that you will hear him referred to, Reese, as Hammond of Texas. Hammond yeah. of Texas, which like is it. fantastic. With the little- yeah. Yeah. And only Braytech can say it that way. I yeah. mean, he could put that it's out and yeah. make it sound so cool. Yeah. So I think when, sorry, if I can just say, when, when uh, Braytech come in and met Hammond, I'm just like, oh my God, these are the two big guns meeting. This is so awesome. This is the greatest moment. And then nothing really happened. And he's like, oh, really we'll, need to, we'll need to debrief you before we yeah. send you Yeah, back. yeah. Yeah, it's like, you almost want to see like a buddy cop movie of like Braytech and Hammond. <laughs> I can just, just imagine like them smoking cigars in their undies like, together. Like Dukes of Hazard, but it's Hammond and Braytech. Just like yeah. in a red charger, just going across the country. <laughs> what I would have liked to have seen go up with that, um, the, the debrief line is Hammond look at Braytech and say, well, we'll need to debrief you too. And Braytech just come up to him, sort of put his hand in his shoulder and go... 
no. Yeah. <laughs> and just sort of walk off, redial the gate, we <laughs> <all> bust <laughs> out back to Chula. That's so good. We'll, we'll crush that bridge when I we get to it. <laughs> now, Brendan, can we... Um, yeah, we can put this to bed. Can we put it to bed? Your your problem with solitudes and, and the Carter dialing. Yeah, because, we're, again, we've got a, a third gate now, which mm. is now dialing. Well, the, sh- the Stargate that was on the ship is the third gate that's yep. on Earth, basically, using Earth as a point of origin. So Yeah. So, obviously, you're point of view is that he needs to use the triangle yeah and to me that's what daniel did daniel in orbit of of earth on the ship and he says it i can use earth as a point of origin dialed while he was on the spaceship dialed the sixth address mm. and then the seventh one rather than being the point of origin from where the ship left from he used earth's triangle point of origin to go to the alpha side but that might not necessarily be on that dhd well, obviously it was because the point of origin is not for the gate; it's for the point in space. Yeah, a but... gate a gate doesn't have a point of origin. A point in space has a point of origin. But then going back to the 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 stargate that we're using now isn't the original stargate, so yeah. that's not the original point of origin symbol. Mm. You, you're talking well, about a point of origin no. in space being the physical planet, but it's not necessarily the symbol. Well, here's, here's the problem, though, is... And again, I don't want to give anything away to Reese, but... I know that they do In seasons that. like four through six, we yeah. see the Antarctic Gate in consistent use for quite some time yeah. using the triangle point of origin. Yeah, but So it, your theory is that... Sorry to cut you off, Reese. Your yeah. theory, Brendan, is Carter had the correct point of origin, but she was dialing Earth only, and that's yeah. why she couldn't connect. Yeah. Play this bit for me, Mitch. The ID, the seven symbol, yeah. This is from Solitude. Yeah. This one has to be the point of origin. Never seen it before. I have been working on a control panel for the last 12 hours. It just... I don't know why it won't work. It should work. I, I'm missing something. Yeah, you're on Earth. That's what she's missing. No. That's what the, they wrote. Okay, so let's, let's look at this way. Carter is like the smartest person on the planet. Four of us know we're near as smart as Carter. When if you turn on your computer to write an email and you can't send the email, you check to make sure your server's working, you check to make sure your internet's connected, all those sort of things, you get to a certain point, if it's still not working, still not working, still not working, you go, oh, okay, well, Telstra's stuffed up or Optus stuff and I don't have any internet. Are you telling me that in the 12 hours Carter was futzing with that DHD, she never thought to dial somewhere other than Earth. Well, that was my point because she's saying oh, this has to be the point of origin, which is that. So if she, th- that doesn't necessarily, I don't right, think so we can ever really solve this. No, I think we both have. To me, if unless the DHD have, was broken, she should have been able to dial anywhere else. But it's not broken because we see them that that DHD being used in um, Touchstone. So the DHD works. Yeah. Um. So we both have what I'll call correct hypotheses, but the problem is we'll never know the There's correct no answer. Yeah. But I've just put up on the whiteboard here. So these are the two, and I've got some pictures there, Mitch, that, we, that I've got there that we can even put up on the... on the um, Social pages, social yeah. Pages. They're up there now, Facebook, Twitter, you, and you Instagram. See, you see a shot of Carter dialing. This is from Solitudes. I know we've digressed, but we're talking about Solitudes here at the moment. Yeah, well, we said back weeks yeah. ago, we said we'll be able to fix the argument that was never yeah. finished back then You in see this a episode. shot of Carter dialing the DHD in the Antarctic. Both of these symbols here, the the point of origin symbol that we've come to know, the little the little triangle spot, is on the left side of the DHD, and on the far right is this other one I've just drawn up on the um on the whiteboard here, which is a circle with a line under it. 
that's what Carter believes to be the point of origin because, quote, as we just heard, she's never seen it before. I see what you're saying. So it doesn't matter where you dial, you still have to have the right point of origin in any address. If she's on Earth, if you're in Earth, you have to have that triangle as your point of origin. That triangle is on the DHD. The problem Carter had is she was using the circle as the point of origin under the assumption that she was on another planet so she can't use the triangle as the point of origin. So my theory is that that circle with the line underneath it is not, uh, it was never Earth's point of origin, whether it be because it was the first Yeah, game. whereas I'm saying it was. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. But I think your, your theory makes more sense in our reality outside of the show. Yeah. We never explore. We never see that symbol. <clears throat> I think that's again. why. That's why well, that's, I originally thought that because she said, like you Carter's, said, she's yeah. the smartest person. Yeah. She said, it's, it's "This not, is the point of origin." It's not Brendan's theory. Yeah. It's Carter's theory, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, what we come to know um, within the show is, we see that gate being used for two seasons, using the triangle point of origin, not the circular point of origin. Yeah, which I. Th- so to me, Carter's error. Was that? I mean, she was either way, either with Brennan's theory or my theory, she was never going to connect. Yeah. But your theory, no, that's basically what I'm saying. Maintains like... that I I give Carter more credit in that I think in no way in twelve hours with Jack dying on the um on the ground bleeding out internally and Carter for twelve hours fucking yeah. with yeah. this DHD. Well, then at what point? Even if the four of us are in this room and what we know about Stargate, even Reese, if he's what if he was in that situation, he'd go. Well, maybe I'll call the the Land of Light or Argos, the Brief Candle people, because mm. uh, they can help Jack, and then we can we can go back from there. And Are at you... which point would you not say, look, um, giving her twelve hours, you say, well, I'm going to use every single symbol on here as a point of origin to dial Arthas yeah. or whatever. I would do that. If you if you're giving her that much credit, yeah. then you would go, all right, well, and, and even if you go, well, this is impossible. But I'm going to use the triangle as the point of origin. I would assume I could safely say that she would have done that. Yeah. If you're yeah, but I, I think yeah, I think Maddie's point though is that using thinking that that's the point of origin, which I think was was the original argument, the circle with the line under it. Mm. She wasn't getting out any anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I understand what he's. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, we understand I, each other's argument. Yeah. We're just yeah. arguing which I one's think, right. Well, I think they're both valid in yeah, that. Yeah. You, I think, Brendan, your hypothesis makes more sense in our universe. Yeah. Um, because of because Carter says, <laughs> I've never seen this symbol before. It must be the point of origin. Yeah. Within the universe, if we're living in the Stargate universe, my theory makes more sense because for two years we see the Stargate being used with the triangle point of origin. So it's got to have a triangle yeah. point so of origin so, on the DHD. And uh, as far I'm as thinking the, that that's just a production thing and they're just Well, it is obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the out... Like I said, in the outside world, yeah. it's because they just reuse the shots of the Stargate spinning from season one. So I'm just fun- wondering, wondering why she'd never seen that symbol before. Did they just discontinue using that? Well, no. Every planet we get, there's... 39 symbols on a Stargate, but there's only 38 symbols on a DHD. So yeah. no two DHDs or anything are the same because there's a different point of origin. But it's like what we were talking about early on in the season. I feel like... Well, they, er- did, they early- did bring a DHD and a Stargate to yeah. Early on, in, early on in the series, I think what they alluded to is that you can't get to every single Stargate in the, in the Milky Way galaxy from Earth. If you want to get to the other side of the galaxy, you've got a relay you know, to get to the other side of the Milky Way. But I think as the series goes on, it changes to you can just get to any point in the Milky Way galaxy mm, by yeah. dialing a seven-digit a seven address. But 
it limits what you can do in terms of, I think each Stargate has different symbols on it and mm. different, uh, different points of origin, obviously. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, you got to go the right, yeah. you got to go the right route. To get like, yeah. like getting on a train, really. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah, right. it's, yeah. it's where we grew up, way. we grew up here, you know, uh, the, yeah. the two Gibson brothers and myself, you know, say it, we're going from Cleveland, but we wake up and we're in Goodna and we're yeah. like, we're trying to get to, <laughs> we're going to yeah. die. <laughs> we can't go from Goodna directly to Cleveland. Yeah, something <laughs> like, like, why can't we buy a ticket? It's like, it won't get you. You can't go direct there. You have yeah. to go somewhere Change else. But trains. we've woken yeah. up and all we can see is train tracks and it's nighttime. Yeah. We don't know where we are. Because I've always theorized that the Earth's point of origin is theoretically in another planet's address as like their third symbol. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, well, if you were trying to dial that planet from Earth, can you use the same symbol twice? But I always Not thought that that seen, symbol so... wasn't necessarily, obviously it's Earth's point of origin, yeah. but if you're using it in conjunction with another address, it's a, it's a constellation in space because that's what they are. It's not necessi- necessarily one star. It's a constellation. Mm-hmm. I don't think so because of what happened in the serpent's grasp. In that, well, that's the premise of the movie. That that's a constellation. Yeah, you know, I understand that. Yeah. But I'm saying, in the premise of the the serpent's grasp, they dial a six point address and use wherever that ship was is as point of origin yeah. to send the mount back. They then try to dial using that same point of address point of origin while the ship's in transit. They can't establish contact. So when Daniel is in orbit of Earth on the ship, he dials the six-point address and uses the triangular Earth point of origin. Yeah, I was trying to to dial out. Obviously, that's what they wanted to have to happen. Yeah, with that that's Earth. Yeah, that's why they have that symbol. That's the symbol of the Tari. But I just thought it was poor writing in Solitudes to say that is that is the unique symbol on this DHD, and hence the it Stargate. Itself. Yeah, and I, I so that must I agree. be. Because we it's never interchangeable. Yeah, I think we just got to put it down to season one, right? Yeah. So if you, quite... well, what I'm saying is, mm. if you're talking about relaying, then if you grabbed a gate and a DHD from the far side of the galaxy that was mm. unreachable from Earth and brought it here, you couldn't use it. I think in early seasons, no, but in season nine or ten, we see Bale do that. Yeah. So it's it's again, it's one of those things where I think the rules change. Maybe when Jonathan Glasner left it in season two or three, maybe those rules changed. And, you know, because the whole point of Children of the Gods was we get the cartouche at, at Abydos that tells us all the all these addresses. And then again, not to spoil anything yeah. for, for Reese, we get another library later on of all these other addresses that yeah. we didn't know worked from another another alien race. Yeah. So I think there's just a little bit of universe changing yeah, somewhere through the series retcons. to make it a little bit um, yeah. easier to write with. Yeah. But I just find it... And I'm not disagreeing that that is essentially a symbol i'm just saying yeah. that it's kind of funny to think that if she had have tried to dial out to another planet she would have made it but mm. she was never going to with that yeah she was never going to with the and circle she was never going to use that necessarily but we're I talking thought, about we're yeah. talking about the person who didn't run away in emancipation because her hands were tied together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> so i think i think brent and i both have valid hypotheses the problem is, is we're never going to get Problem an answer, yeah. unless we can, you know, get old mate Robert C. Cooper on the show or <laughs> Brad Wright. It's never happening. Who, who at which point will go? They'll go. They'll look at us like the comic book buy from The Simpsons and be like, 
Dude, we wrote it 20 years ago. How the hell am yeah. I supposed to know? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a TV show, guys. Just relax. It's not just a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, episode no, four we... of season one. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to save it's just a TV show for the DC chats that Mitch does with them. Oh, getting a geek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's a that's a nice shout out to Maddie each and every week when we talk about the Arrowverse. So uh, you can oh, check us out there and get it a drive geek. off the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 All right. That's episode 23 of Get Into Gate. Season 2, episode 1, The Serpent's Lair. We are back for season 2. We will be back next weekend, Stargate Sunday, with episode 2, season 2, in the line of duty. And uh, we'll get into it next week, but sort of sharing some similarities the way that this season started with the way that season 1 started. But we'll go into that mm. a little bit more next week. Thank you very much for joining us, whether you're a long time or first time. Join us again on Get Into Gate next week. My name is Mitch. You can now follow me socially on Twitter and Instagram, simply at Mitch underscore Lewis. Maddie, where can uh, we find you? At High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Brendan Gibson. I am at the ancient port of origin. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> at the Brendan Gibson. And Reestifer. I am at the Flying Gibson. And the show as a whole, uh, if you want to go and check out those photos of the two gate symbols that we're talking about from the Solitudes episode, hit us up, get into gate, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to throw in your own theory, hypothesis of what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe Brendan yeah. and I are both crazy and we're <laughs> yes. just missing something completely obvious. Robert C. Cooper, if you are listening and you don't forget about the episode <laughs> that you wrote. so great. Um, and I apologise hey, and don't stand by. there's podcast in Australia that shits on you like all the time. I'm <laughs> I want to see Brendan and Robert C. Cooper do like a Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That's the dream. That. Well, Robert C. Cooper or just Stargate fan, you can hit us up, getintogate at gmail.com. We'll be back next weekend. Stargate Sundays in the line of duty. Getintogeek.com Yeah, they're obviously in a much worse situation, but I just wonder if subconsciously that's what is... Yeah. Are my levels all right? Just looking at... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I just looks a bit late. Let the driver drive, Maddie. No, just because I've shown this down and I just think I thought I might have messed up this one. Narcissist okay. wants to hear himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 the only reason I've thought about it because I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>